Welcome to the Mariner's Church Life Group Leader Podcast. This weekly conversation is designed to equip and resource you to build a healthy life group community that studies God's Word, practices spiritual rhythms, and changes the world together. Hello and welcome to the Life Group Leader Podcast. Once again, this is Kirby Wood, your group's pastor and host for this podcast. We are so excited today and I more than ever because we have the very special and famous online pastor, Paul Hahn with us. Woohoo! So glad to be here with you guys today. Thank you for all that you do to serve our groups and to serve and God's family at Mariner's Church. So thank you guys. Yes, exactly. We're so glad um, to be able to hopefully equip you guys for this week's discussion. But Paul, I'd first love to know how is online going? Tell us what is it like on the weekend? Absolutely. I mean, I'm jumping into this world. It's only been about seven weeks for me too. But what's super exciting is to see that we have probably just as many people joining us online as we do in person, which is about 10,000 people online from all 50 states, from all over the world. That's incredible. And about how many Ruta groups do we have online right now? I'm asking you because I already know. (laughs) (laughs) We have seven Ruta groups going through Rooted Together online people from all over the country That's jumping incredible. in. incredible. So. And I, I will say, because me and Paul work closely together, we have people online because of comfortability, but also because mm-hmm. of distance or convenience. And so we know even some of you that are listening right now are part of an online life group. And we love and support you guys, no matter even if it's hybrid or what have you, know that online is always a great option when somebody's out of town or when schedules get a little tricky. Um, but we have great resources and great tips and tricks to help support you guys and your online journey. But regardless of online or not, um, this podcast is still to help you have a rich and meaningful dis- discussion this week centered around God's word and the incredible sermon um, that we have this weekend. So Eric is actually preaching this weekend and it is also outreach weekend. Woo. Woohoo! We Paul used to be on our outreach team, of course. Love um, outreach. Yes, but this message is so intentionally focused on on um, where we as people can see God's intention for the nations and mm-hmm. to how he is so worthy of mm-hmm. being glorified by all people of all tongues, of all tribes and all nations. Amen. So that is our hope for this discussion this week, that you guys would hear the message from the weekend and also be inspired to see, wow, God has fulfilled and is fulfilling his promise to all people. His grace is sufficient for us and all of our sins and all of the people of this world. So I'm come on, you better preach, Kirby. Well, hey, no, this is this is mostly to support people. So what else about this main topic is our main point here, Paul, is Mm. so um, exciting to you personally as you think about life groups. Absolutely. I think one of the most beautiful things that we get to be invited into as um, followers of Christ is to be ministers of reconciliation. And I think that, you know, we are coming out of a couple years of, um, you know, some pretty heavy seasons of divisiveness, of disunity. And what I love about the body of Christ is that we're invited into unity. Yes. That because we are all united in Christ, regardless of your background, regardless of your ethnic heritage, regardless of what language you speak, there's unity through the Holy Spirit. And so I feel like in our life groups, you guys all get to be a picture of like little pictures of a foretaste of heaven as we come together in unity. And you know that week one of Rooted, you probably thought you had nothing in common with those people. (laughs) But now as a life group, you're seeing more and more threads of commonality. And we know that that's the work of the Holy Spirit revealing those 
story lines that are parallel that you know you feel connection to each other and so thank you guys for reflecting a foretaste of heaven that's incredible that's so true paul and while that might feel like a very um we know that that's happening whether you are hoping for that or not but that's kind of your intention as you think about this week's discussion wow what we get to talk about what we hope our people experience is a small foretaste of heaven Mm. as we share the love with one another so have that in the back of your mind as you're preparing and praying for your group this week and so um we'll jump right in and so of course as always we love to start with lean in kind of destabilizing the group helping people feel acclimated and great and this lean in question is actually a little bit different than normal. We typically have about one good one, kind of strong icebreaker, but this is more of a quiz. What do you see here, Paul? I love that it's the intention is really to get to know your group members more, right? You're you're asking them kind of their family of origin questions, um, maybe even things about their childhood or customs or cultures. I feel like this would be a really good bend that way of learning about like holiday traditions or I know Memorial Day is coming up. So like, is there something that you grew up doing and that was unique to your family? Absolutely. I love that. And you get an opportunity to learn more about, wow, I didn't recognize that my family's long hair was so different from somebody else's. Mm. Uh, any assumptions that you may have have about someone can not only be hopefully um, deconstructed, mm. but maybe they can even be enhanced as we say, wow, we are so incredibly different and that is so incredibly beautiful. Yeah. So that's a great way to kind of start even lightly as we think about traditions, like you said, or you know how my family um, worked or who ran our household mm. or, or what a holiday looks like if it's a very intimate holiday or a big holiday with lots of family and different things. But those are all parts of people's culture, parts of things that that really a lot of people attribute to who they are Mm. and how we can better get to know how God made us and also um, how worthy God is of all the different ways we can worship and celebrate um, his goodness. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. I love that. And I hope that you guys will have a great little fun conversation around people's different traditions and heritages, as well as um, their families of origin. But of course, we always want to turn back towards scripture, looking down into God's word to really understand what is true and what has he promised us. And Mm so I'm excited for you guys to read these scriptures out loud together to really get a sense of all the different illustrations. And these are what a lot of these questions are about are, wow, there's an illustration here about a guardian, about being clothed by Christ, about promise, will, inheritance, and spending time intentionally reading God's word will help us reveal, okay, what was the intention of these illustrations and what what were um, what was God hoping to reveal to each of us by using these illustrations? Um, is there anything else here, Paul, that you kind of see as you think about um, uh, the scripture today? I think for me... Um what would be a really powerful discussion or could be a powerful discussion is even just God's promise to Abraham. And I Mm. love that distinction that Pastor Eric makes between the promise given to Abraham based on faith Mm. versus the law given to Moses that is based on works. And I know that for my life in my discipleship journey, that distinction between, man, I don't have to earn my way to God through the law. Actually, I'm a, I'm a, 
inheritor yeah. of yeah. the faith of Abraham. A child, yeah, right. an heir, absolutely. Right, an heir. And so I think that would be a really powerful discussion to so jump into. So good, yeah. And I think the hope there is that you're really helping the group sense that, it, like Paul was saying, it's not based on what we do, but it is based on God's promise to us. And it's a promise based on who we are, his children, mm. not out of anything we do. And that is so good. Um, and so we hope that through these questions that you guys will be able to help break down the illustrations for one another that's saying like I don't quite get that part can we go back let's mm-hmm. reread that scripture and don't ever be um, afraid to reread a scripture I mean sometimes things I know even myself as I was prepping and looking at this I'm like I need to read this a couple times to really get a sense of what exactly God is saying mm-hmm. as well as um, what how does this really apply to things that I may be thinking um, a little backwards or a little wrongly about absolutely I think that's the whole point of meditating on God's mm-hmm. word is that you return to it you metaphorically chew on it and then you can read it again <laughs> chew on it again yep. and that's yeah that's what the invitation is when we so meditate good. on his word so yeah so good and we want to make sure that before we're looking in we're really trying to get a sense of what this actually means because then as we move on to the look in questions we can really start to help ourselves apply where does this really resonate for me and I love this first question of the various illustrations Paul used in this text which one was most helpful to you you know today you know maybe differently or personally you might find different things you can even add the word today there or how can it help and what became clear I Mm. love that part thinking okay I, you may have read the scripture before. Maybe someone has read Galatians a hundred times, mm. but different things can stand out to us and apply to the different things going on in our lives. Absolutely. I think that's a beautiful thing about the gospel too. And I love that every week mm. has been so centered around the gospel Amen. and presented in a new and different way. And it's such a good reminder that we all need the gospel every day <laughs> and that it should be fresh to us. Yes. Like it, it should be moving. It should be awe-inspiring. Mm. Um, and I love that in the look in, you guys really get an opportunity to guide your groups from understanding it on a intellectual level and really integrating it into their heart, like integrating yeah. into what God is personally um, speaking to them. And oh, so. so good. So true. So true. How many times have you thought, wow, that person knows a lot about God's word or God's will or even God's law, Mm. but they may not really sense or have allowed it to melt away some of their hardness or their own patterns of sin in their lives. And so this is definitely an opportunity for that. Um, Before we move on, I love to, at the second little question here, it says, we're at the halfway point, which is true. This is a quick moment where you can celebrate with the group and say, what has really stuck out over this entire thing? And even Paul, you just mentioned, I mean, I love how Galatians has remind us that the gospel, we don't graduate from this. Mm. This is new. This is working. This is active for us each and every day. And that is something worth celebrating, right? That we've made it five weeks, that you guys have had these great discussions each week, um, and that we are able to to really step through this sermon series together. And I would hope that you guys would take that quick moment um, with your group to do just that. Absolutely. Celebrate it well. So, Of course, looking out, um, uh, this is so easy and so applicable this week because the emphasis on the weekend message was outreach. Mm. And that is exactly how we impact our world is through outreach. We're able to serve globally, locally, and even um, integrating with our city and engaging with our city. So, I mean, I'm sure you heard lots about this um, over this weekend. So before you even get to that first question says next weekend, I definitely want to double click back on this little um, paragraph to the side of reminding 
reading of God's um, of Galatians here, reminding us that God is pursuing people. And so this was the intention around the discussion this week. And I hope that you guys will really take a moment to follow back actually on maybe some of the um, challenges or convictions that people felt during this weekend message. So mm. how did how did you guys respond to the message this weekend? Maybe some people acted immediately and chose to give or chose, you know, or said, hey, I need to I need to find an opportunity to serve more or something mm. like that. So re-click on that and say, hey, how did you guys engage? Or maybe someone didn't have a great experience or was like, I wasn't even sure what to do. And this is a great opportunity to kind of unpack some of that. Absolutely. I think that's such a beautiful role of the life group is to help not only keep each other accountable, but to encourage one another um, in your discipleship journey. And um, maybe as a group, um, you you just commit to praying. Mm -hmm. Because one thing I love about prayer is that if you're not sure about what your immediate next action step is, one thing that the Lord does through prayer Mm -hmm. is that he opens different parts of your heart. He uh, illuminates different parts of your story. And maybe as a group, as you're praying for some of our partners, God will reveal more and more how he's calling you guys uniquely as a life group into serving together. Absolutely. I love that too. And I think this message is particularly helpful for anyone at any stage of generosity or any stage of partnership that you might have. So whether you're someone who's already very um, invested in our outreach or you may be invested in other, um, you know, uh, local um, serve opportunities or nonprofit organizations, this message helps us recenter our intention. And our the reason that we give, the reason that we serve, the reason that we love is not because we know what's best or because we're so great, but it is because we saw God do it first. Mm. We know that God promised first that he would love and um, care for and pursue people of all nations. And, um, and we now get to, to learn from that from this week and from this discussion to reset ourselves and our intention for the way we we hope to give and serve and love um, those around us. And so that's kind of the the hope for some of these questions, that question number three and four. I think those are really great to start with, to start unpacking what parts stood out to everybody. And then, of course, um, hitting into the next weekend for I Believe. Yeah, and I hope that you guys um, will prayerfully think about, yes, how we respond to this weekend and how we can engage with um, uh, outreach as we um, partner and give and so forth. But also when we think about, okay, what about my neighbor? What about my friend? Mm. Next weekend, because it's an I Believe weekend, could be a really great week to bring somebody for the first time because you know that Eric, um, actually not Eric, it's Christine Kane. Yeah. Um, Christine Kane will be straight up evangelizing friends. <laughs> she will be bringing um, the word of God and will be um, really truly sharing the gospel with Absolutely. Um, all love and all sincerity and a hope that your friends um, could be exposed and maybe even say, I believe for the very first time. So mm. any closing um, remarks there, Paul, about this week's discussion? No, really, not awesome. really. Thank you for inviting me. Oh my gosh. Thank you course. guys. Thank you. Life group leaders for all that you're doing. We, yeah. we love you. We appreciate yeah. you and we're praying for you. Absolutely. We are. And let us know if there's any way us, your coaches, or even some of our online, um, our online pastor here with his tips for online and support, um, could be able to help you guys. So we, like Paul said, we are praying for you guys and hope that you have a great discussion this week over week five of Galatians. God bless.